Monsters Spooky Time Fright Hour, <laughs> your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibby. And I'm Ethan Sereski. And don't tell me, don't say gay. Gay, 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 gay. Pride parades, queer as folk, hosting an Oscar party, Folsom Street Fair, The Brambles, Lindsey Graham, Two Wong Fu, I'm ordering a Cosmo, You Can't Stop Me, The New York Giants, gay, gay, gay. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And thank you so much for tuning in a little bit early if you're listening on our Patreon, which you guys can find at patreon.com slash unclemonster6 if you haven't checked it out yet. And uh, this week, we got a real exciting, spooky monster for you. Ethan, why don't you hit these guys up with the premise? Well, as always, on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, me this week, has done extensive research on a goal... a goal... A ghoul, a ghost, a goblin, a demon. I'm not going to tell you what it is this week yet. And the other one of us, uh, Shibble, has done absolutely nothing and knows nothing about it. He's an audience surrogate. He's going to ask all the questions you want the answers to. He's going to be there for you, folks. And he's going to find out all about the Prata. The Prata. And I have never heard of this one. Well, you know where it's from, right? I told you that. You, you told me it was from Tibet. Right, and that is that is correct. I did not yeah. lie. And and normally when I think of Tibet and and this sort of thing, I think of Yeti. So I I'm interested to see what else the beautiful country of Tibet has to offer us by way of uh, supernatural phenomena. Self-immolating monks. Uh, sadly, perfectly natural. Oh, that's not. I thought that was a cryptid. No, no, those are just actual dudes that have a strong devotion towards getting China out of Tibet. Are you Remember free to Tibet? Remember in the 90s when that was a really big thing? We kind of just let that one slide. I think it's a big thing still. Uh, not nearly as big as it was in the 90s. When, That's like, true. The, people wore t-shirts. Bumper stickers yeah. and everything. It was like Save the Whales. Yeah. Do you care about anything enough to self-immolate? No. Ha! <laughs> Definitely not. What about what about your wife? Uh, you know, if my wife wanted me to self-immolate, boy, that would you know what I'm I'm gonna no! have some questions. No, you're not self-immolating for anyone. Get out of here. You can love someone. You it would have to be the end. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that might be a deal breaker for me. Now, since you don't know anything except that the Preta is from Tibet, mm-hmm. I would like to begin this episode a little differently. And by differently, okay. I mean the same as always. Perfect. I would like to know, when I say Preta from Tibet, what do you picture? What do you see in your mind's eye? What mm. do you think it is? Mm. Okay. I see, in my mind's eye, a reverse centaur. Ooh. I'm going to say it's going to be the head and forearms of a horse coming out of the neck of a man. <laughs> uh, Wait, the forearms uh, are coming out of the neck? The neck, like, it's got the whole torso coming out of the neck. The same way you have the whole human torso coming out of the horse's neck. <laughs> I like In that. The centaur. So, yeah, it's uh, got some hooves up there uh, for striking. <laughs> and uh, it lives 
in the Himalaya mountains, and uh, if you see it, it will guide you to safety. You like uh, friendly cryptids, don't you? It's true. I'm a big fan of our supernatural friends out there. <laughs> you don't like, like, uh, Goatman? No, no, no. I'm certainly less likely to be invited to my pizza party. <laughs> You're having a cryptid pizza party? I am, and Goatman... You're invited, but I won't be disappointed if you don't show up. But That's I don't really nice rude. that you're inviting him. I know Star Jelly will be there. Oh, yeah, you know Star Jelly's going to be getting it up in the mix. It's got to be Star Jelly because Star Jam doesn't shake like that. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The, the game is over. You've gotten it. It's a reverse centaur. All right. Thanks, everybody. Tune in next week. <laughs> no, you are wrong. Do you have any other guesses or no? Nope, just the one. Okay, well, you are incorrect uh, other than knowing it's from tibet but i told you that it's true that was not a guess right that hey, technically not I, a guess no i definitely peeked at the answer sheet for that one yes um now i'm trying to think of how i can explain the preta to mm. you. now what would what would be the best way to explain such a creature well i've said it before and i'll say it again the way that i learned best is narrative fiction oh okay we, we can do narrative fiction you want to do narrative fiction this week Yes, because I think it's story time. <gasps> story time, story time, story time with Uncle Monster. Story time! Story time, it's story time, it's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time! Story time! Hello, Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour listeners. This is Ethan Sereski, uh, one of your hosts. The other host, Shivel, is not here. I'm in... Uh, my bedroom with my dog Hendrix, uh, who you all know, if you've listened to every episode and every minute of it, because we've mentioned him twice. Uh, so you probably uh, don't know him. Uh, but to the point, I wrote a story time, as uh, we are wont to do on this program, and it was terrible. It was the worst story. And it was like right after they had banned abortion, so I was trying to make a point, And it was a good point to make. But it was long, and it was tedious, and it was just an attack on these horrible justices in the Supreme Court. And it was a good attack, and I'm happy I made it, but it was just, it was too much, and it was not the right place for it. So I don't want anyone to think that Shibble was censoring me or anything by taking down the story. This is, this is me saying, take down the story, because literally, if I heard it, I would be like, I'm never listening to this podcast again. It's awful. So um, it was my decision. Story down episode continue everyone enjoy uncle monsters spooky time fright hour from there you will watch as the young people progressives and women of this country lead the charge to fight back against right-wing extremism and religious fundamentalism and assure bodily autonomy for all future generations of our young women and then Goatman ate all of the right-wing justices Oh, good. I'm glad that still happened. The end. Wow, what a tale. Was it awful? I'm gonna... I want you to start asking yourself a couple of questions for me. Yeah. Before you start writing future story times. Yeah, is it... Is it, is this, it the first question should be, is this an hour before the show? I've waited yeah. too long. Yeah, that's a good one. Another good one... Uh, do I know what this is, landscape is going to look like three months from now? 
Oh, when this episode abs- actually gets Triple released. Triple air this this week, please, for Roe vs. I am not going to have time to edit this this uh, week. One week? Can we do it next week? I can do it in two weeks, maybe. Okay, because I really want to say something about Roe v. Wade. I mean, it's really shitty. Another question I want you to ask about your, ask yourself in the oh, future. No. Am I using gendered insults in this? I'd really like Are it if you Are they gendered? Could I call men cunts. Yes, the insult is gendered itself. Oh. I thought cunt was just like you're an asshole. Uh, well, it's uh, specifically refer. I mean... Like English people are like, oh, cunt, you cunt. Uh, yeah, we're not English. Yeah, but I, I, I was just talking to my friend Matt Huskinson, who's English this morning. Fair enough. Uh, well, uh, we're not English. But he is. And also he used a twat in there. Uh, yeah, I uh, wanted to vary it. Yeah, I'd, uh, something I'd appreciate, certainly. All right, I won't... I mean, listen, these guys are cunts. I'm sorry, but I will, in the future, not use gendered insults unless they're super, super necessary. I can't wait to hear how you define necessary. All right, but it'll only be very rare, because it'll be super necessary. So... The Praetor. Yes. Appears to be... Did you hate it, or was it good? It Was it okay? It was fine. It had good parts. It had its ups and downs. Okay, good. Uh, so, the Praetor. Interesting, is, right? Yeah, so it's basically a uh, hungry ghost, but specifically hungry for feces. Did you say hungry ghost? Yes. That's exactly... They call it the hungry ghost. That's its other name. Hey, I know a thing or two about supernatural things. No, that's uh, hungry nuts. ghosts. That's how there it's are lots translated. of like. There are lots of traditions of uh, hungry ghosts. You know. Oh, I didn't of, know that. Of undead that that are famous for things. There's uh, obviously the vampire, and uh, the pistaco. Oh yes, the pistaco. Uh, but and you know the the wendigo or uh, the anthropophagus. Is all the types wendigo of hungry? hungry? Uh, yeah, Wendigo, if I remember correctly, is hungry for uh, human flesh. Isn't the a Wendigo what the monster is from Pet Cemetery? Uh, I can't. I don't remember. In Pet the Cemetery new one, it well. is. A, a Pet Cemetery is where they bury the animals and they come back to life, and then the guy's kid gets killed, and he's like, "Don't bury your kid, but you can try." And then he buries his kid, and he comes back evil. All right. Well, if there's a, a Wendigo in that, Wendigo also gets uh, co-opted a lot. You know, and 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 to be honest, I don't know too much about it, so I don't want. Maybe I'll do, do an, an episode. episode about the Wendigo. Yeah, yeah I'm about I'd to say we, that's a big one we haven't done. It's true. But back to the Preta. Um, it's the name of a supernatural being uh, described in Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism, and Chinese folk uh, lore as undergoing suffering greater than that of humans, uh, mm. particularly an extreme level of hunger or thirst. Uh, they have their origins in, in Tibet and have been adopted via the spread of Buddhism. Uh, it's okay. translated into English, as you said, as Hungry Ghost. And uh, that was pretty good. Uh, oh, thank you. The development of the concept of the Prada started with just the thinking that it was the soul and ghost of a person who died. Later, the concept developed into a transient state between death and obtaining karmic reincarnation in accordance with the person's fate, you know, like based on what kind of person they were and like making things right and then being able to ascend, you know? 
Got it. So they're sort of stuck on the wheel of karma. Exactly. They're they're in a, a sort of uh, not perdition, uh, purgatory. Yeah, but the purgatory is Earth. Exactly. They're they're yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's pretty painful for Just them. Just like the rest of us. Yeah, really. It's not much of a difference except they're hungry for shit, and we're hungry yeah. for money. So they're hungry for shit. That that part is accurate. They uh, yeah, they shit. want to... Well, it, it, not just shit, but particularly okay. shit. We'll get there. Okay. In order to pass into the cycle of reincarnation, the deceased family must engage in a variety of rituals and offerings to guide the suffering spirit into its next life, which is cool. Yeah. And if the family doesn't... Like, if your family like isn't that into you and doesn't engage in these funerary rites... Which lasts, just, by the way, for one year. Oof, your soul That's a long time to sit shiva. Your soul remains suffering as a preta for eternity. Oof, yeah, you want to make sure you're banging that out. You want to make sure your family loves you. Yeah, but if, my, if I was making sure my family loved me, then I probably wouldn't be stuck on the wheel of karma. You know, I probably already would be advancing. Well, that's not true, because I love my family and friends, but, like, I'm, I can be... I use gendered insults. I could be a preta. But you can uh, you can improve, you, you know what I mean? Like every incarnation, you're supposed to improve, right? So, so my next incarnation won't use gendered insults or do Japanese impressions. Well, if it does, then maybe you'll devolve. You know, maybe you'll oh, go no. back down to being a bug of some sort. I don't or want that. if you keep on working and improving, maybe in your next life you'll come back as like a guy that's six foot tall. I'm six know? feet tall. A guy that's six foot two. Or how about a guy that's six feet tall and not 250? Yeah, a guy that's uh, six foot two and that feels good about himself. Yeah. Uh, would you like to hear how it's pronounced in different languages or no? Yes, absolutely. Uh, in Pali, it's peta. Peta. Uh, Burmese, it's pete. Pete. Chinese, it's igui. Igui. Japanese, it's gaki. Gaki. Everything reminds me of bukaki when you say it in Japanese. It just has that, that. That might be a you thing. It, 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 I'm, am I saying it's not? <laughs> in Khmer, You're, no. In Khmer, it's Prayet. Prayet. Mongolian, it's Birid. Birid. In Sinhala, it's Pretha, which is pretty. Pretha. And my favorite in Tibetan, it's Yidwags. Yidwags. That that'd be a great alias for you, Yidwags. That's a good rap name. Ye, yo, you you heard Yidwags? I'm telling you, Lil Yidwags is gonna be the next. His mixtape is fucking fire. Yidwags got bars. You gotta check out Yidwags SoundCloud. Um, P, uh, Pretas are believed to have been false, corrupted, compulsive, deceitful, jealous, or greedy people in their lives. Mm. So, as a result of this karma, they're inflicted with an insatiable hunger for a particular substance or object. Okay. Uh, traditionally, this is something repugnant or humiliating, such as cadavers or particularly human shit. Okay. Okay. So, there's some variety, but shit is going to be in, like, your top five pretas. I would say top three. Top three yeedwags. Yeedwags. Yeah, but cadavers is interesting. Yeah, I would... You know what? what cadavers are probably be? harder to come by. Would you rather be a Preta who's after human shit or cadavers? It's easier I'm to find s- human shit, but what would you rather eat? I mean, yeah, I'd rather eat the cadaver. I could get a job at, like, a funeral parlor. 
right? And then I would just eat the corpse, and then I'd just stuff their suit with, like, styrofoam. You never know. No one ever, like, opens the clothes. Don't they have open casket funerals? Yeah, but they're never nude. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's true. You could just, you could use a mannequin leg. Yeah, exactly. They'd never... Or or I would just work at a place that does cremations, and oh. then I would just give them bags of sand or whatever. Oh my god, that's genius. Yeah, that's me, the Yeedwag. <laughs> the Yeedwag genius. Um, in addition to having insatiable hunger for an aversive item, like shit, Pretas mm. are said to have disturbing visions, as the story told. Yes. Pretas and human beings occupy the same physical space, and while humans looking at a river would see clear water, Pretas see the same river flowing with an aversive substance such as uh, pus, semen, and filth. Mm. Boy, what a terrible... Sounds like the Hudson River, am I right? Oh! Am I right, New York City? Oh, Mayor Eric... uh, What's his name? Uh, I don't know, but he sucks. He's He's a fucking idiot. He is an idiot. (laughs) So, your Preta will see something like, I don't know, a beautiful tree and see it as like a uh, uh, infected penis, you were saying? I I said a um, uh, uh, ugly penis with uh, leaking fistula. Yes. Or they might see like a really cool car. And see it as just like uh, uh, a Chrysler uh, Crossfire, an elephant taking a shit. Oh, I was into thinking <laughs> a, a man's mouth, a PT Cruiser. Yeah, yeah. For example, or an elephant taking a shit into a man's mouth. Yes, they might see that. Yeah, boy, that would be so unpleasant. I would hate to not see all the beauty that's in the world. They might, they might watch regular porn and see like scat porn. Like that's weird. Like everything it's is just. Obs- or they might be into scat porn and see regular. Porn. They like to eat feces. Yeah, and they'll see just uh, like loving porn, uh, really romantic. Yeah, they'll see like Skinamax. Yeah. Oh God, softcore loving porn. Oh, oh, that's awful. Yeah, like there's a lot of plot. Shibble. Maybe you'll see a butt. Tell me something. Honestly. Did you ever sneak downstairs and masturbate when you were like 13, 12 to like Cinemax? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did all the time. Yeah. I would look for those movies and I would wait hours for the new Oh scene. yeah, you'd get the little TV guide. Yep. And you'd be like, oh, what's coming on exactly. at midnight at on HBO? Ooh, Sliver. Yes. I'll bet there'll be something in Sliver. Not, not enough, really. Uh, it was enough for me. Fair enough. Uh, where were we here? Um, uh, oh, pus, semen, and filth. That's right. Uh, and the name, before yes. we get to our first facts, the name uh, Preta means departed, deceased, and dead person from Praita in Sanskrit, uh, literally gone forth or departed. In classical Sanskrit, the term... Okay. Oh, you know classical Sanskrit? I mean, I know that... Go on. Oh. I don't. The term refers to the spirit of any dead person, but especially before the obsequial rites are performed, uh, but also more narrowly to a ghost or evil being. So Preta has taken on that connotation. Got it. Got it. And now we've reached our first section of facts. 
Yes, facts. What kind of facts we got this week? Well, we do have, uh, since it's from Tibet facts, I was going to do Tibet facts, but uh, that's not as exciting as uh, Tibet facts, because I like to gamble. All right, then tell me about some Tibet facts. Well, number one, gambling is always a positive for you and your business. The f- <laughs> what? It is. The, Are you trying to sell me a gambling app? The founder of FedEx saved his floundering company by gambling, earning $27,000 playing blackjack. The company only had 5000 when Frederick Smith flew to Vegas in 1973 and risked it all. Though this isn't good investment or business advice in general, his gamble paid off, allowing the company to last long enough to raise $11 million and turn a profit in 1976. Well, congratulations, FedEx. Good job on hiring non-union delivery workers. Oh, do they not? Yeah, they're not union. Oh, that's not good. No, thumbs down to FedEx. Thumbs down. And um, the commanders play at FedEx Field, so, I mean, just another reason that they're annoying. Mm. I love the commanders, but everything they do is awful. Um, Go Washington Commies. Uh, yeah! <laughs> Number two. They're going to say that, too. I didn't even realize that. Number, You mentioned that. Number two. Gambling makes jail fun. Gambling is such... Not fun. Relative term, I'm sure. No, it makes it fun. Gambling is such a huge industry in Nevada that even the state prison had a casino inside for 35 years. Inmates could play blackjack, craps, poker, and even bet on sports inside the bullpen, a stone building on the prison's grounds from 32 to 1967. A new warden from California shut it down that year, saying gambling mm-hmm. was a, de- a, a degradation. I don't know why he would say that to the inmates. That's a weird use of the word. Unlike uh, rape and all the other general dehumanization that goes on. They should be allowed to bet uh, days off their sentence. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Un- unless they're like horrible criminals, then no. Don't worry, the house always wins. Oh, that's true. Uh, number three. Satan's favorite game is roulette. Mm. I started titling these. That's my new thing. I like it. Gambling and superstition go hand in hand, so it's not surprising that mystical properties have been assigned to some popular casino games. The biblical number of the beast makes an appearance in every casino on the roulette wheel. Do you know how? I give up. If you add up all the numbers on the wheel, you get 666. Oh, okay. This coincidence, coupled with gambling's knack for ruining lives, has earned Roulette the nickname The Devil's Wheel. Now, let's get to a description of the Prata, shall we? Yes. Picture, I right now all I have in my mind's eye is a man wearing the suit that he was buried in, eating a huge pile of shit. That's dead so. on. You are right so far. All right. And uh, you actually wouldn't see that because Pratas are invisible to the human eye. Oh, okay. But some believe that they can be discerned by humans in certain mental states. Like if I was uh, hallucinating? Or really nervous. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> do they Now, do they interact with humanity in any way? We will get there. Okay. They are described as human-like, but with sunken, mummified skin, mm. narrow limbs, enormously distended bellies, and long, thin necks. Okay, I can picture them in uh, the waiting room uh, with Beetlejuice. Yeah, that is, they would fit right in. All right, that kind of vibe. I like it. Or in the cantina in Star Wars. Mmm, yeah. It's a similar place. 
Yeah, they're both really just full of some wild characters. Can you imagine if they came together? <gasps> what a movie. I think it'd go a little something like this. Go on. Oh, I thought you were going to do the music from the cantina. I couldn't remember. No, I was going to... I was thinking like what Beetlejuice sitting at the uh, opposite a table of Han Solo. But I was like, I really don't want to... Oh, the Greedo Han Solo? Yeah, but instead it's Beetlejuice. Yeah, wait. What does he say? Greedo doesn't speak English, though. He's like... Is that Guta, Guta yeah. Solo? What would Beetlejuice say? Uh... God, I don't know. I I do not have a Beetlejuice. I don't. In I don't even pocket. remember how he sounds. It's Michael. Uh, it's like, uh, uh, boy, it was very clipped uh, and had a little bit of a like a southern edge to it. Uh, what? God, what was some of those lines? Uh, take a look behind you. No, no. Yeah, no, I don't have it. We'll work on it. Uh, this the appearance I just described is actually a metaphor for their situation. They have enormous mm. appetites, signified by the big belly but a limited ability ability to satisfy the appetite symbolized by the slender neck. Like they mm. can't get the food down to feed themselves. Mm. Kind of like having a tapeworm. Uh, very much so. Praetas... <laughs> or not as much. Praetas are yeah, often I'm... depicted in Japanese art as emaciated human beings with bulging stomachs and inhumanly small mouths and throats in a, you know, same idea. Mm. They are frequently shown licking up spilled water in temples or accompanied by demons representing their agony. Mmm. They love spilled water, eh? They're like Tantalus a little bit. A little bit. In Except they're actually getting the water. Well, it, but it's shit. Yeah, it's terrible water. Yeah, it's, it's just sewage. In Cambodia, a special female Preta, there is a, a special one, is mm. known as Grak. Which is a nice name. Mm, is she sexy? She sounds it, doesn't she? I mean, Grack. Have you yeah, met she's Grack? Got it. Grack has got it in the front and the back. For a good time, called Grack. A malevolent spirit. Um, oh, I guess she's mean. Believed mm. to be the spirit of a corrupt old woman named Ye uh, Ye Plang, who was in okay. charge of preparing food for the royal family during the reign of King Ma uh, Manavong. Okay. <laughs> that was boring. No, I'm, I, okay, so the Grack is uh, specific. Yes, that is a famous one. female Preta. That's a famous Preta. Yes. Top five Pretas, this one's a lady. Yeah, she was a food preparation person, but somehow became a famous Preta, and they won't tell me how. Now, are, since this one is exceptional for being a lady, are most Preta men? No, uh, Preta are okay. of both sexes equally. Okay. Um, unless one sex is more horrible in life than the other. And I guess that would be men. I mean, if I had to guess, but I don't like to, you know. I would say men. I mean, if I had to choose, that'd be the one I'd yeah. do. Uh, here's something interesting. Uh, in addition to hunger, Pretas suffer from immoderate heat and cold. They find oh. that even the moon scorches them in the summer while the sun freezes them in the winter. Boy. That sounds rough. Yeah, they getting frozen by the sun in winter. Do you think they can masturbate, or does that hurt? Uh, that sounds like they've got bigger concerns on their mind. No, but I I have that concern. Well, I mean, it just seems like they're they I don't know. I guess well, that'll come up in can it fuck? But from what you're describing, I don't know if they have a sex drive. I'm just saying, can they feel any pleasure, or is everything is every sensation turned around? 
I think the only pleasure they have is the pleasure that comes from eating human feces. Which we all know is... all-encompassing desire. Quite a pleasure. human feces. Uh, the types of suffering are specified into two main types of pretas. Those okay. that live collectively and those that travel through space. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Of the That's former, complicated. there are three subtypes. Okay. Now we're going to get into it. The first yes. are pretas who suffer from external obscurations. These pretas suffer constant hunger, thirst, or temperature problems. We got that. Yeah. The second type are those who suffer from internal obscurations, the small mouths and large stomachs. Okay. Um, then the last of the three subtypes of the first kind are the ones that suffer from specific obscurations like creatures who live on and eat their bodies. Okay. That doesn't make sense. Uh, no, the other, no. the second broad category of pretas are the ones that travel through time and space, and they're always scared and always have a need to inflict pain on others. So that's a different kind of preta that is more malevolent. Yeah, that sounds more to me like your classic conception of a Western ghost that like yes. ends up repeating the same actions because it's sort of stuck in time. Exactly, and inflicting pain on others, or horror, or fear, yeah. and just kind of yeah, and they're and they're and it's because they're terrified and they're stuck in this in this existence, you know. Yeah, that sounds. Whew, I better make sure that I do not wind up that second type of preta. Right. The first type doesn't sound like it'd be great to be either, though. But you'd rather be a shit eater than a time and space torturer. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and hopefully I. You know what? Maybe I could be one that eats something else that's gross. Cadaver. Maybe I could just drink piss. Yeah, well, people do that. Yeah, I feel like that would probably be the easiest one. Some people. If you if you ended up being one of the ones that had to drink piss, you're probably getting off easy. What if you had to uh, nothing? Uh, the suffering of the pretas often resemble those of the dwellers in hell, and the two types of being are easily confused. Uh, the simplest distinction is that beings in hell are confined to their subterranean world, while pretas are free to move about Earth. So mm. that's the only real difference between being in hell and being a preta is that you're not stuck in hell. Got it. Got it. So there are people who probably would have gone to hell, but instead they're on Earth. And are being tortured like they're in hell. Got it. Okay. So this is also, they offer a nice little preview to hell. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's, that's a public service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's probably how they're able to ascend, is by suffering publicly like that. Yes, like self-immolation. For example, like, it, it is comparable. Um, now, to your question, relations between pretas and humans. Yes. Um, they're generally seen as little more than nuisances to mortals, unless their longing is directed towards something like blood. Mm, that could be a problem. Some of them like blood, eh? Because then, then they're a vampire. Yeah, then they seem like they'd be easily confused with a vampire. What what would the difference between a preta and a vampire be if they crave blood? Well, preta, you said, are normally invisible. Uh, preta, those vampires are normally pretty visible. Well, they can move fast enough that, you know. Uh, they, uh, preta are constantly seeing a nightmare version of reality, whereas I've never heard anything like that for vampires. That's true. Uh, and... Uh, 
Preta were cursed by their own greed, as opposed to vampires, at least in the Western tradition, are cursed by being bitten by a vampire. Right. The dark gift. Yes. The embrace. Yeah, this is no gift, what Pretas have. No, no. It sounds truly unpleasant. Yes. <laughs> um, however, in some traditions, Pretas try to prevent others from satisfying their own desires by means of magic illusions mm. or disguises oh the disguises i like a lot that I, when a cryptid wears a disguise man that is especially when they're invisible oh my god so they have to wear like a human like mannequin head mask and like a trench coat like what do they do yeah they probably walk around looking like michael myers i was just about to say michael myers like a shatner mask yeah Oh my God! What else could they do? I mean, they could. What if Michael Myers was a Preta? <laughs> we never even considered. He didn't it. eat any shit, though. No, but may who knows? Maybe maybe he was gonna eat some blood. Oh yeah, maybe blood was his thing. Yeah, maybe he was one of the blood ones, and he's but he keeps on getting. They never show him eating the blood for some reason. Well, they yeah, don't want to give right, it away. They don't want to give away yeah, the whole Preta. In the next one, they're gonna be like, "I was eating the blood the whole time," and it was like, because you were a vampire, Michael. No, if, guess again. If you've seen the newest Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know that's like not ridiculous for one of these sequels. No, no, I'm excited to check out the Candyman reboot. Oh, I just saw uh, it with my daughter. It is brilliant. Okay, cool. I'm not going to say anything. Fair enough. Because that's the next one we're doing. Okay, generally, with Praetors and humans, as we were talking about, because uh, 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 they wear disguises, uh, generally, Praetors are seen as beings to be pitied. Yeah. Thus, in some Buddhist monasteries, monks leave offerings of food, money, or flowers to them before meals. The problem is they look at the flowers and... Uh, they see they shit. Look- yeah, they see just uh, dicks that have been chopped in half by accident. <laughs> they see, like, diseased vaginas, like like herpes. Oh, gross. It's true. They see uh, photographs of children with cleft palates. Oh! And an injured dog. Oh, that's sad. That's not scary. No, they hate it. They hate seeing that's it. That's not gross. Injured dogs? The, the injury is weeping. Oh, oh, okay. But the dog's not sad or anything. No, the dog's happy. That makes it even grosser. Oh, okay. That's cool. And the dog's licking the wound? Yeah, yeah. And, like, eating its own leg. (laughs) But it's happy. Yeah, but it's having a good time, at least. Uh, Though many praetors or hungry ghosts cling to their material possessions during their human lifetime, some other ghosts uh, represented in the festivals held for praetors long for their loved ones during their human life, and they ascend quicker. Mm, okay. And uh, there are festivals held in China, Cambodia, Tibet, Thailand, Singapore, Japan, and Malaysia for Pretas. Well, thank you for helping out those sad, sad souls, the people of Tibet, <laughs> China, Japan, Cambodia... Uh, Malaysia and, and Singapore, I think? M- Malaysia, Singapore... Are you ready for some facts? Yes, hit me with some Tibet facts. The world's smallest casino is much smaller than you think. The world's smallest casino doesn't even have an address. The Grosvenor Casino in London is in the back of a taxi cab. (laughs) Complete with a gaming table, a dealer, a bar, and a TV showing sports, 
It lets riders go anywhere in the city or they can go straight to the casino free of charge. Up on in love. Yeah, con. Sorry, that was a gender uh, sweat. I did it on purpose. I was just kidding. Enjoy, join me a game of Baccarat. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to go to the subway. Get out! No! We have a do drink minimum. <laughs> what if you get in and you just want to go down the street? And it's your turn with the shoe. <laughs> uh, number five. Count. Go ahead. I want to hear. Oh, no, no. Sorry. I was trying to remember everything I could about Baccarat, and then I suddenly did. Number five. Elmer Sherman has good karma and a good name. Yeah. Most people think the big money at casinos is made at the table games, but there are rare exceptions in which the slot machines pay off the most. Las Vegas World War II vet Elmer Sherman won a shocking $4.6 million from a slot machine Ooh. at the Mirage in 1989. That was, you know, back in 89, $4.6 Yeah, that's 89 money. But he wasn't content to stop there. He made it his life's dream to win another big jackpot and lost it all. Mm. Just kidding. His dream came true in 2005 when he won $21.1 million more at the cannery. Woo! Congrats, Elmer. Jesus. It sounds like you have a problem, but I guess if you're winning, it's not that if big a problem. If you win $4.6 million and you keep going, you have a huge problem. It's true. No. I mean, you got to at least, after taxes, I'm going to top out, the rest of your budget is going to be half mil. The rest of that does not see the inside of a casino. He, he probably would have gone through it all if he hadn't won. Oh, I'm sure. He's probably going through the rest of it now. If he's still alive. I hope he is. I hope he is, I hope too. He's thank gambling. you for your service. Yeah, thank you for your World service, Mr. Elmer. Sherman. Or General, General Sherman, Sherman, the inventor of the tank. <laughs> Number six. Oh, you thought Vegas was the gambling capital of the world? You're stupid. The city of Macau is the only Chinese territory where it is legal to gamble in a casino. And it also happens to be the world's largest gambling city. Forget mm. Vegas. Macau's casino revenues are five times higher than Vegas. Unlike Vegas, which makes most of its money in penny slots, most of the money generated in Macau, 75% of it, comes from high rollers making huge bets at table games and VIP rooms. Yeah, I hear Chinese oligarchs are the biggest whales in the entire world of gambling. So I'm not surprised that Macau is making the smart play to keep it local. Yeah, I mean that I mean that's unbelievable though. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got any more you got to tell me about the Prata. Yes, we're going to we're, we're going to finish up just going through Hinduism and Buddhism. Mm. Let's go through two of the world's major religions. Well, yeah, not not the whole religion just Let's sum up the religions of roughly as, two billion people. As as it has to do with the Preta, I should add. Fair Okay. In Hinduism, Pratas are very real beings. They are a form, a body consisting only of air and ether, two of the five great elements which constitute a body on Earth, the others being Earth, water, and fire. Mm. Almost a band, but not quite. Not quite. There are other forms, as per the karma or actions of previous lives, where a soul takes birth in humanoid bodies with the absence of one to three elements. So, basically, this is the reason that Pratas cannot eat or drink, as the rest of the three elements that a body needs are missing. 
and no digestion or physical intake is possible because they're not fully human. Mm. Uh, Pratas are crucial elements of Hindu culture, and there are a variety of very specific funerary rituals that the mourning family must engage in to guide the deceased spirit into the next cycle of karmic rebirth. And they all have to do with rice balls. Okay. Um, they're said to symbolize the body of the deceased. Mm. And they're offered from the mourning family to the Preta. Okay. Uh, and the Preta is symbolized by a clay mound in this ritual. Uh, the rice balls are offered in three sets of 16 over one year, okay. which is the mourning That's a period. reasonable amount of time to make, what is that, 48 arancini? <laughs> uh <laughs> It's it's more than enough time. The rice balls are offered to the Preta because in this transient state between cremation and rebirth, the Preta is said to undergo intense physical suffering, so it needs its rice balls. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want to fuel like a winner. Yeah, you got to fuel up. Yeah, you want to carbo-load. And so... Arancini would be perfect for that. (laughs) And by the final stage, they only need four rice balls... And uh, the spiritual leaders of the Brahmins are fed so they can symbolize digesting the sins of the of the deceased during their life. And that mm. guides the Preta into its new life and ends the mourning process and eases its suffering. Well, that sounds great. That sounds like a really good process. Yeah, I think so. Uh, now we'll get uh, to the Buddhist Preta. Yes, what do the Buddhists think of the Preta? Uh, they consider it one of the six forms of existence, uh, which are okay. gods, demigods, humans, animals, ghosts, and hell beings. Yeah, so are they ghosts or hell beings? Uh, ghosts. Okay. A hungry ghost. Hungry ghost, specifically. Yeah, well, Gaki in Japan, as you remember, Gaki. I remember Gaki. Right. Uh, uh, that means, actually, it literally is hungry ghost. Okay. In Gaki Zoshi, Scroll of Hungry Ghosts, a Gaki is condemned uh, to feces eating uh, and um, watching the rest of the world go by. So it's really sad. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't sounds like uh, a real sad existence. And since six, 657, the year 657, some Buddhists have observed a special day in August to remember the Gaki, the uh, Preta. Through offerings, mm-hmm. it is believed that the hungry ghosts may be released from their torment this way. Okay. I think it's funny that in modern Japanese, the word gaki uh, now means spoiled brat. Mm. So if your kid's being Boy. a dickhead, you're just like, you little gaki. You little hungry ghost. Yeah. Like, nothing ever satisfy you, you little gaki. You little hungry so-and-so ghost. And if you, and if you don't want to cheer them, you can say, boo gaki. I'm sorry, any chance, you know. Boy, well, I got to tell you. Yeah. Hearing about these uh, Preta. Yeah. They they sound pretty crazy. They are crazy. But can they love? A werewolf ate my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? 
there's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. And this might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it love? Uh, Shibs, I say. Oh, I forgot your song comes in here, but I don't have to it's leave. It's all right. Space I edit around it. I know, you but also I like. That I edited but I like to. You, I like was, to go. That was perfect the first my time. My father's a werewolf. I like to sing along. Um, can it love? I say yes. Okay, interesting. Uh, because a, it does love what it's. Well, I guess you can't love what you're addicted to, but maybe you can. It's a hard one. It loves shit and vomit and that stuff. Uh, it's like an addict's love for heroin. It may be chemical, but isn't all love, really? Well, I'm going to say I have a different view on whether or not it can love, well, I'm, and I'm going to say okay. that it can, but because we know that it looks at the world and sees ugliness, and that is horrifying to it. Uh, so then it must, in some sense, have a, a memory of beauty. And I think, what else is love but appreciating the beauty in something? And to your point, I agree with you 100%. And to your point, they also remember and love their family members that are left behind in many cases. Yes, yes. And the, and the family members certainly still do uh, love them and try and help them move on to the next uh uh, part of their karmic cycle. Yeah, there is love in this story. There's definitely love in this story. Yeah. So, but can it fuck? Well, no, we di- we didn't do our first date in Can It Love. Oh, what would, what, do you, what would your right, first so date? So, what's be? your first date? I want to hear yours with a with a with a a ye a ye, what is it? Ye dwag. A ye dwag. Uh, I gotta say, uh, if I'm taking the ye dwag out. You know, I'm going to say it's going to be a daytime date. That's nice. I think we're going to do something during the day. And I think it's going to be someplace not outdoors. We don't want to take in the majesty of nature because that's going to be scary. Yeah, a horror movie. You know what? Horror movie. <gasps> but then it's going to it's going to see like endless love if you take it to see Candyman. Yeah, so we'll have a different experience, but at least this experience will be pleasant. Have you seen Endless Love? It won't be pleasant. All right, well, then I'll take it to see, like, Faces of Death, and then it'll see, like, uh, endless the love. 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> it'll see Endless Love no matter what you, <laughs> what you take it to see. Um, I think that's nice. What are you going to get it for uh, concessions? Probably just a big, uh, big old <laughs> cup of ice-cold piss. Good. I was hoping. Yeah, I would take. Mm, I would take it. Piss. I would take it to, um, like a, a German porn shoot because, like, I could eat a sandwich and enjoy the the fine performances, and the praetor could clean up. All right, that sounds like a great first date. But let me ask you, can it fuck? <laughs> that sounds crazy, but can it fuck? I mean. I think I, I spent some time thinking about this. I think yeah. it can fuck like phys- it had, but it doesn't. I don't think it does. It has the equipment, but not the desire. Its whole mm-hmm. purpose is quelling this intense hunger that has nothing, like absolutely nothing, to do with sexuality. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, look at it. You know the way I described it. Like I like 
imagine like a Preta penis. It's probably like swollen and distended and sore and like painful. You know, it's. I was imagining it withered and dried and atrophied. I thought it would be like like a mummy's penis. I thought it would be skinless and raw, like so it would be painful to the touch. Oof. I mean, that sounds. Did it lose skin anywhere else? No, I think that would just be part of the torture of being a preta is that you wouldn't be able to get any sexual pleasure. You know, it probably looks at its penis and that's what it sees, but its penis is actually beautiful. Yeah, but it probably yeah, it probably has a be- just an incredible penis, but it, it never just touches a beautiful it. penis. Yeah, probably the best penis there is. Yeah, so in that sense, yeah, it can fuck. It's got a beautiful penis. And you know what? I did find... Uh, I looked up Preta erotica, and then I looked up duty erotica, the word duty. Oh, perfect. That brought up a lot, and I did not send you that. Don't worry. Okay. Fair it was enough. really gross. I couldn't take it. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And so what I found was this like compendium, this like collection of cryptid... It was like all cryptids erotica, and it had the Preta too... I don't know if the Preta is mentioned in the brief section I sent you, but I did enjoy it. It had a lot of big, okay. a, a bit of Bigfoot, and I thought it was uh, an interesting start to a story. Okay. So, so you want me to just if you uh, could if you could read the erotica of the week, I would be very happy. Sure. This is a, a selection from Fap for the Mothman, <laughs> a cryptorotica adventure number three. By who? I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't matter. Frank and Alec were sitting in a trailer filled with state-of-the-art equipment. Some of the same monitoring devices used by air traffic control and even NASA. What? The trailer was parked near a pier on the outskirts of Chicago, right on Lake Michigan. The two were interns studying cryptozoology, the science of researching mysterious animals. How long has the American cryptological cryptozoological institute going to have us cooped up in here analyzing data are we ever going to get any backup frank whined looking up from a printout of graphs of data oh we're getting backup alex smiled at him didn't you hear hear what they're sending world-renowned cryptozoologist Professor Marianne Worth all the way here to Chicago, <laughs> Alex said. Frank just about fell out of his chair. What? The Professor Marianne Worth? That's crazy. Did you know she fucked Bigfoot? <laughs> now it was Alex's turn to be surprised. What do you mean she fucked Bigfoot? Bigfoot's real? Yeah, man, you remember Jasper Jones, the Australian big game hunter and cryptozoologist? Yeah, he told me all about it. She hired him to help her track Bigfoot down, which he did, and then she had a full-on furry fuckfest with the big guy. Didn't even properly capture and catalog evidence. (laughs) Jasper saw the whole thing. He hid behind a bush and watched her get completely railed by Bigfoot. Okay, that's enough. He said, all right. (laughs) I just thought that was a good beginning of a story. I like the setup. Yeah, yeah, it's a good premise. Uh, I can't wait to see what this Marianne Worth is all about. Did she buck Bigfoot? Maybe we could bring another chapter next week or another paragraph. Maybe we can. I don't think we will. But for now, I think it's fight night. (gasps)
fight. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Chibi, let's get down mm-hmm. to it. It's fight night with the Praetor. Number one, the Praetor versus how many prime Shaquille O'Neal's? Give me the rock, <laughs> and I will smash the Praetor's brain in. All right. We haven't heard much about uh, offensive capabilities of the Praetor. I don't believe it it has any. It is invisible. Oh, that's, Which sounds yeah. distinctly advantageous. And it wears and disguises. It's a master of disguise. Dress up as a teammate. Or as Charles yeah. Barkley, his his uh, the announcing partner. Well, this is in his prime, so it'd be, what are you doing here on the magic, Charles Barkley? Well, I'm just doing... I I, I, I could do it if I heard Yeah, him. let's not work I out a Barkley on I the could fly. Do, if I had him for one minute, I could do it, Charles Barkley. Yeah, I'm sure if we had just paused and God studied some it. YouTubes, we could work out uh, a Barkley, oh, but that's all right. So annoying. Homework for next week. Well, let me do a Shaquille O'Neal then. All right. Hey, Shaq, it's me, your new teammate. My name is P. Rada. You look a lot like Charles Barkley. People tell me that all the time. It's just a coincidence. Why is this shit on your lips? Uh, that's not... That's... It's a new thing that's... It's part of my training regimen. Wait a second. When you look at me, what do you see? Uh, I see an ugly little white man. Is that what you are, Shaq? Come here. I'm going to murder you. No! Uh, not me. I'm invisible. Pray to disappear. Okay, so one Shaq? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, one Shaq, because I feel like... The Praetor's probably going to have to engage in hand-to-hand combat. And even Invisible, you know, we said he had little scrawny arms. Shaq is going to be able to find him. He'll just... As long as the Praetor isn't armed. He's going to destroy him. He's going to snap him in two. Number two, the Praetor... Unless... Unless... Shaq has to piss. And the Praetor knows that he's full of sweet, delicious piss. And it drives him crazy. And he tries to rip his bladder out. But I don't think that's... I don't think, think no. Prime Shaq is going to go into his fight knowing that he's going to need to hit the John before he hits the octagon. You need a lot of physical strength to tear a bladder out. It's true. Uh, Number two. The Praetor versus Mr. Hanky in unarmed combat in the octagon wearing UFC fight kits. Okay. So they've both got those little padded gloves where the fingers are loose? Yes, gloves, yes. MMA gloves. Yes, yes, MMA gloves. As opposed to, you know, like, uh, I don't know, snow gloves. Or boxing or gloves. Boxing yeah. gloves. Yeah. yeah, they've got the individual fingerless gloves. And uh, what, that wrestling shoes? No shoes. No shoes. Not anymore, no. Uh, no. <laughs> When's the last I time guess, you watched yeah. UFC? 1993? <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't look at their feet very often because I'm not a pervert. <laughs> Money's on the Praetor. <laughs> they kick each other. You don't look at their feet? Nope. Your money's on the Praetor? My money's on the oh, Praetor. Oh, yeah, he's fighting it Mr. Hanky. pieces of shit like him for breakfast. Exactly. That was, that was an easy one. All right. Praetor versus Greta. A knife fight with Greta Thunberg with one of each of their arms tied together and the other arm has a switchblade. Like the beat it music. Exactly. Uh, my money's on Thunberg. Uh, she seems to take decent care of herself. And I think she'll be in a good fighting fellow. She's tough. 
Yeah, and she's got a lot of heart. And she doesn't take... The Prada seems like it's constantly overwhelmed by the horrors that it sees every day. What is she... As is Greta Thunberg, but Greta Thunberg's still fighting. That's a, such a great point. They're both overwhelmed by the horrors of the world. <laughs> what a great fight. They're just going to stop fighting and talk about it. Yeah, they need to team this up. This world is on fire. There's nothing we can do about it. You're right. You're right, and the mountains are all penises. <laughs> so that might be a draw. Yeah, it's true. They might just be too overwhelmed. Preta versus Jetta. A possessed car like Christine, but this one is a Volkswagen. Okay. Well, Volkswagen, honestly, I'm still upset about the Holocaust. Uh, that whole diesel. Well, the Holocaust, definitely. And also their diesel emissions scandal, yep. which they seem to have just walked past. Like, oh, well. No one cares. We don't do it anymore. Uh, so, uh, yeah. That Volkswagen jet has got it coming to him. Preta's going to work it out. All right, I like that. All right, Preta versus the Sharika Panda for bathroom dominance. Ooh. Okay. Can the Preta have a stroke? No. But it can be cursed. Yeah. Indeed, it is already sort of cursed. It might be pre-cursed. But also, the Sharika Panda is a small lion. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna put this one on the Sharika Panda. Yeah, I think he's a more powerful being. All right, Preta versus Mike Lindell in a debate over election fraud, but there's no audience, and our podcast audience judges the debate. Oof. Uh, does the Preta speak English? It's up to you. I just asked the question. I'm going to say yes. yes. For the sake of the debate, it seems like they'll, at the very least they should be afforded a translator. Let's keep it fair, well, let's fellas. Let's just say he speaks English. Or she. Uh, all right, yeah. So I'm he talking about Mike Lindell. <laughs> yeah, Lindell, uh, eh, he's going to be... I mean, I feel like if our listeners, if they heard any of the stories that you've told where you've murdered Mike Lindell, probably have a natural bias against him. So I'm going to say the Prada's going to get this one. All right. Prada. Maybe not a clean win, but a win is a win. Prada from Tibet versus the brothers from the set. The Duty Monster versus five Hooper Crips. Oof. I mean, I'm, ne I'm never going to doubt the Crips. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on. Uh, I'm going to put it on the boys in blue. Prada versus one silver ball from Phantasm that doesn't move particularly quickly. Okay. All right. They had, if I remember correctly, in some shots, they had heat vision, which I'm going to say is going to be beneficial towards tracking down the invisible Preta. Even, no, yeah, and it's not going to be tall enough to disguise itself as a tall man. <laughs> it might look like one of the zombies, but ultimately... Not zombies. They're evil dwarves. Well, no, they were also zombies. Oh, that's true. That's true. The guy who died did not turn into a dwarf. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one still on the silver sphere. Yeah, I that's I think that was an easy Just one. Just more offensive capabilities. But it's moving really slowly, like like it follows slowly. Okay, but still, once it gets there, like once again, it's gonna have to engage. The Preta doesn't have any ability for ranged You're right. attacks. All right, the Preta versus Nelly Bly. Once again, I still don't know who that the is. The Preta versus Godzilla. If Godzilla was like a scaled down model and was only four feet tall and 60 pounds. Uh, well, still probably has that nuclear breath. Yep. I'm going to have to put that one on Lil G. 
Last but not least, the Preta versus Hamzat, uh, Hamzat Chemaev. I'm assuming that is an ultimate fighter? A mixed martial artist? Yes, there you go. That was awesome. You recovered so nicely. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to put this one on Chernayev. Hamzat Chemaev. Hamzat Chemaev. Uh, going to get him in the old ground and pound. Maybe uh, lock him up in a reverse naked choke. There's no reverse naked choke. That, I guess a <laughs> reverse naked him choke in would be a, gui- a guillotine's a reverse naked choke. Technically. He's going to get him in an arm bar. Tap this guy is a monster. This guy, His first four fights in the UFC, he absorbed two strikes. Just two just blows straight two, to the dome? No, no, no. Two blow. He got hit twice. Like, one of them was the guy went like this and hit him, like, behind. He was behind the guy, and he just went like this and hit him behind him. And the other Ugh. one was a kick to the leg. And he just kept on coming? Of course, he landed like 200 on each of these guys' strikes. He just destroyed the first four guys. Then he fought someone really good, and he had a great fight, and he still won. So, would you like to get to the last of our facts? Yes, hit me up with your Tibet facts. Number seven, spending too much time in a casino? There's an easy fix. If your addiction to gambling is out of control, several states allow you to ban yourself from casinos, making it Mm. a crime for you to step foot on the gaming floor. Ohio, for example, has a voluntary exclusion for gamblers looking to kick the habit that allows themselves to ban themselves for either a year, five years, or life. If you choose lifetime ban, you better mean it, because there is no way to get your name off that list. Well, fair enough. I mean, hopefully that's helping some people. Gambling can eat you up. Imagine if you were if you won the lottery and you had banned yourself from the casino, but then you could afford it and you like wanted to gamble and you could not do it anymore. And it was like your passion. That would suck. You then go to a different state. Oh yeah. Or just do it on DraftKings or the computer. Yeah. Number eight, gamblers get pissy sometimes. Addiction counselors say that problem gamblers are so impaired by their addiction that they simply urinate all over themselves or wear adult diapers rather than step away from the slot machines. For instance, you knew that? I'm not surprised. For instance... I know people do it with World of Warcraft. Really? They did back in the day. Oh, yeah. People got problems. For instance, in Indiana in 2007, a gambler filed a complaint with the gaming commission after he sat in a piss-soaked chair at a slot machine. In 2015, a New Jersey man urinated into a slot machine's coin slot rather than leave the gaming floor. That that seems like a bad solution. Like, like you can at least get a cup. What a piece of shit. Urinating into the coin slot seems like a very odd choice. And frankly, a little bit more difficult than I'd like. <laughs> like, I would really have to get my dick right up on that coin slot. <laughs> And imagine you win, and then you're reaching into the piss and everything. Uh, you know, this sounds like a Preta kind of thing. Yeah, this this guy might be a Preta. Yeah. Someone should check it out. And last but not least, the casino industry is selfish, believe it or not. No. Nevada is easily America's gambling mecca, but did you know that you cannot buy a lottery ticket in that state? Mm. The cas- they want all none of that money is going to the state, baby. They want it all going to the casino. The casino industry has fought hard to keep a state lottery outlawed, despite the potential tax benefits. Luckily, they still have whores. And those uh, casinos hopefully are getting taxed through the nose. I don't think they are. Not as much as they should be. Probably not. Well, 
uh, yeah, I'm I'm shaking in my boots. I'm starting to think that maybe I need to start shitting in Tupperware <laughs> and burying it just to keep these horrible guys away. You gotta tell me, Ethan. Is it real? Is real? Check it, Pavakasha. Hey, hey. Um, I didn't spend a ton of time on this. Um, I don't think it's real in a literal sense, but... Mm, so you're saying the Hindu and Buddhist religions are wrong? Uh, I think all religions are wrong, yes. Fair About enough. everything. Uh, Fair but I think that there are pratas that walk am- among us, Shibal. This is something I really did think about. Mm-hmm. There are unhappy people, you know? And there are people mm-hmm. living in pain. And, and, and mm-hmm. there are people living in a lot of pain. And I feel terrible. I live in pain sometimes, but not like, you know, there are some people who live in constant agony, you know, with mental illness or with just tragedy. And it warps their perception. It sours their cognition and turns everything into this rotten, distorted view of the world. And it can change people. And, and, and just to have to live like that is so sad. So I do believe in pretas, and I believe that we should help them and, and just find a way to reach them and, and, and help them ascend just like the imaginary Pratas. It's true. And like you said, there's that, that greed that you said, that always wanting more yeah. was the cause of being a Prata. Mm-hmm. And then they try and fill it with things that are bad for them, like human turds. <laughs> so, it looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. I see a red light. It's red. Oh my goodness! How are you doing, buddy? What's going on? Hey! Oh my, Uncle Monster, you're excited today. I am! How are you? I'm doing great. It's really nice to talk to you. It's great to talk to you, and I got a great movie for you. That's great, because I don't know what to do between episodes. Well, maybe you should make yourself a nice bowl of popcorn... And watch A League of Their Own. <laughs> I love that freaking movie. I really do. It, it's great. And Gina Davis is so beautiful. She is so pretty in that movie. She is crazy. That was the movie that, that after I saw that movie, I put a picture of her. I was in high school, and I put a picture of her in my wallet. Yeah, I know. She, she is a knockout in that movie. And honestly, it's a shame that we didn't get to see Gina Davis playing Wonder Woman in her prime because that would have been a fantastic that, Yeah, I never thought about that. That's really good. Uncle Monster, you like Gina Davis? I love Gina Davis. I love her as Dottie Henson <laughs> in A League of Do Their Own. Do you remember own. her sister's name? Uh, no, but I know she was played Tank by girl. the gal that played Tank right? Girl. Right, yeah, Tank Girl. What was that girl's name? Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Henson. Lori Petty in A League of Their Own. Hey! Oh, it's my brother! What's going on, Uncle Monster? Oh, hi, Shibble! You got some movie wrecks for yeah, us? Yeah, I wanted to tell you to watch Candyman 2021, but I'm not going to give it away because I know you guys are reviewing it. It does a lot with systemic racism. It's true. And that's really scarier than anything a horror movie can come up with. And then I also wanted to recommend a movie I bought on VHS called Troll 2. Ooh, a classic. Yeah, it's it's generally regarded as awful, but I like it. 
It certainly has its charms. And, and what's funny about it is Troll 1 had trolls in it, and Troll 2 doesn't. No, it's about goblins for some reason. Yeah, that's an odd choice to make. Troll 2 goblins. Ah, I like that. <laughs> so thanks so much for tuning in this week, everybody. We hope you had a good time. Uh, and we hope that you check out our social media. You can find us on Instagram at UncleMonster6, on Twitter at UncleMonsterPodcast, and we would love it if you went and checked out the Patreon. At UncleMonster6, I believe. UncleMonster6, yeah. I don't know if you changed it. No, I did then not. UncleMonster6. We... Let's get that clear. And on there you can find uh, early access to all our episodes and also, we're running bonus series. Uh, at this point, we've probably finished up our series on Candyman, which Uncle Monster 2 was just talking about. But you can also, uh, we'll be starting up a little double feature of sci-fi horror movies. Each of us chose one sci-fi horror movie that we're going to be reviewing. I went with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And uh, Ethan went with Event Horizon. Yes, I did. Two classics. Yeah, I'm really excited about both of them, actually. So... You guys, thank you so much for listening. We love having you, and, and keep on listening. Spread the word. We love you, and um, I can't wait to uh, see you next time. And until next time, <gasps> don't, don't get, get spooked. Get spooked.